boy, do we have some interviews for you this month. We're back again with another one. And this is not the last time you're going to hear from us this week. Would you say this is a joyous interview, Leah? It is a joyous interview. We're actually talking to a band, well, the lead singer of a band called Joy Weather. His name's Brian. Uh, And they are just super cool. We got connected via someone who had been on the show previously. You'll, You'll hear that in the interview. Um, and if you're looking for a new band to check out, check them out. They're super yes. chill. They have a really cool story of how they got together. They actually have a new single coming out on the 4th of February, which by the time you're hearing this, it'll already be out. So go check it out. It's called A Little While. Um, it's, I'm, I don't want to spoil the interview. So I'm just going to stop telling you what it's about and just let you listen to the interview. And without further ado, I'm Leah. And I'm Beth Ann. And this is Shio Rakio. Where are they getting a dub in a CBS executive meeting? No. Bitch, don't touch my thermostat. <laughs> the ghost be like, pull up before I haul you. Let me turn down the thermostat. Who is this band? We're on page one, guys. <laughs> this is Shio Rakio. Okay, tonight we are joined by Brian Ashiba of Joy Weather, who I'm super excited to talk to. We got linked up through a alum, alumnus, alumni of our show, Maggie, uh, if you guys remember our Glimmers episode. So friends of friends, we're all friends here. Uh, so to get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Joy Weather. Um, name's Brian. I, I don't know, Japanese American, uh, born and raised here. Um, didn't start playing guitar until 18. Wrote a lot of solo songs for a very long time until I was lucky enough to find my band, um, who eventually became Joy Weather. Um, and yeah, we're currently a three piece. Uh, we like to record and I don't know, do everything ourselves. Cause I guess we're control freaks and, um, yeah, we make, I guess, alternative music, but, um, we like to dabble in a bunch of different genres. How did you all meet? Uh, Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Where all good stories are born. Right. I'd like to think so as well. Um, was looking for a drummer. And so we posted a Craigslist ad. And that's how we got linked up with Joey, who was still living in Boston at the time, but his girlfriend at the time was living here. So he was going to move here looking for a band and we got together. And then my guitar player at the time found his bass player on Craigslist, who I sort of poached. And now he is part of Joy Weather. <laughs> I love that. Um, so I really love knowing where band names come from. Mm-hmm. Why did you guys choose Joy Weather? Oh, uh, so this is a very unromantic reason, but um, our first band was called Royce, which was the worst for search engine optimization or like <laughs> yeah. anyone trying to find your band. They're like, Royce, OK, and then you're never going to find it. So when we went or when we became this band, the first thing was like, find have something that's searchable. And I'm really into like the rhythms and the cadences of words and like, I don't know, um, like where the emphasis lies and things like that. And so I knew that I wanted a three syllable name that had like a bump, 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 but I didn't know what it was. And so um, I would just kind of throw together different nouns and adjectives um, that I thought worked and kind of maybe like a word association for like the sort of mood of music that I tend to like. Um, And just threw a bunch of them together, shot uh, random by the guys, and we kind of ended up with Joy Weather. (laughs) I don't know, for two SEO nerds like me and Leah, this is the most like 
a fun story. We've heard like oh. yes, someone who understands. People gotta I, find you. You know, I hate it when someone's like, "Oh, our band's called Banana" or something. You're like, "Okay, I guess I'll try and find it." My band's called Microsoft, but not spelled like Microsoft. It's like great, 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 great. <laughs> I, I really do like that. Like it's something that more bands probably should consider yes. when they're naming their band. I think so. And you know, they're they're already I don't know. I've heard the argument that there are no more good band names or things like that. But I feel like if anything, that makes it even better because I don't know. I I like to think that limitation breeds creativity and yeah, why not have fun with it? Totally. Yeah. It does force you to get creative. Um, so when you guys are writing songs, where do you get your inspiration and what does your process look like? Um, so the process usually is I'll I'll throw t- together something. A lot of times it's like the whole skeleton of the song and I'll bring it to the guys. Um, and then depending on how hard of a time I'm having writing the song, uh, it'll be at different stages of completeness. So if the song really comes to me quickly, it'll be like an acoustic guitar and a vocal and that's it. If I'm having a really tough time with it, then there might be like demo drums and a bass part and all these other things to kind of help me. Um, and I guess inspiration for a while, it was just mental health struggles and sadness as you do. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've, I've been more interested in the idea of like, what do you do with that? Where do you go from there? Cause I, I don't know, I'm approaching 30 now. I'm going to be 30 this year and I don't, I don't know. The idea of wallowing is not that interesting to me of just like being sad for the sake of being sad. Speak for yourself. I'm turning 29 and I will wallow. Thank you very much. (laughs) Maybe it's like my, I don't know. I I feel like I'm, there's a a struggle of like the optimist and the pessimist in me where I, that's like, I'm negative at first, but I really want to get somewhere with it. Um, And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's a phase of my life of trying to sing as though I'm the person who's solved the problem that I'm having. Mm. Um, and then, I don't know, after that, I got really self-conscious that I'd only written songs about myself and like my feelings all the time. And so then I started taking from like books and movies and like, I'd put a movie on silent and just sit with a guitar or whatever or keyboard and just try to write to that. Um, and then I think now I've come back to, you know what, write about your th- feelings and what you think. It'll resonate like with that. somebody out there. I like to think so. <laughs> Sorry, that was a very long-winded answer. <laughs> no, we, we, like, we like a thorough answer here. We do. Uh, speaking of songs, you guys have a new single coming out. It'll be out by the time this podcast comes out uh, called A Little While. Tell us the story of that song specifically. I, yes. Um, I was in a, in my longest relationship I had been, um, which ended shortly before writing the song. I I say shortly, but a few months before. And I don't know, after a long relationship, it, it, it was hard for me to know, like, when do you get back out there? Is it okay to go get back out there? As if, you know, that's a question that should be answered. Um, But I don't know, just in my own head, I think. And during that time, I kind of reconnected with a friend from high school. And I just, I don't know, like when you meet someone that kind of gives you butterflies a little bit, everything that you're thinking about doesn't really matter. And so 
um, I was just kind of having a crush and I didn't want to write a crush song because I don't know. I think it's, I don't want to say like toxic masculinity or something like that, but I think there's like a boy part of my brain that was thinking like, Oh no, you can't write a cute song. You can't write a crush song. Um, But I, as I was having those thoughts, I was talking to my friend Maggie gently um, and she was just like, you know what? I love crush songs. You should totally write one. And I don't know, just her small words of encouragement kind of helped me get over myself and write about, yeah, like having a crush and being okay with a, with just having a crush. Like maybe I'm not ready to jump into something, but I don't know, it's fun. And maybe kind of just wanting to preserve that sort of innocent school-like crush feeling for a little while. Oh, no pun intended. Oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, the song is is super cute and super mellow. It's like the perfect chill song. You just want something to relax to. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. So if you're listening to this in the future, go check it out. Um, backtracking a little bit to late last year, you had a completely different sounding song for the weekend. A little bit more upbeat. Yes. Uh, tell us about that one. <laughs> um, that one uh, was written in the peak of the or what I like to think of like the first peak of pandemic, like around, around Tiger King and sourdough bread. <laughs> mm. um, I remember those eras well. Right. And yes. I just, I think while everybody, you know, had either maybe been laid off or it was working from home or, you know, work situations was different. Mine sort of ramped up and I was just ultra busy all the time. And I was taking care of my girlfriend at the time who was really ill and I don't know. I was just so like, not overwhelmed, but I just, I don't know. I just felt so full, but at the same time, I was very into Bruce Springsteen and I just <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to do a working, working human song. You know, the mil- the millennial working class song. Um, yes. Um, and yeah, but I, I, I didn't want it to get too, I don't know, dark or serious. And so mm-hmm. I think there was a part of me that wanted it to be fun. Um, so yeah, I ended up kind of writing that in my on my commutes back and forth that's my new favorite tagline the millennial working song yeah I'm trying to make I'm it a thing it. <laughs> i'm so down for it i can't let the boomers have all the fun that's right it's we're the working class now. too mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all retiring now they're not working anymore anyway <laughs> right listen, listen let us I, have this you know i i just make pdfs for a living at this point so you know the new working class making exactly PDFs exactly um uh so looking ahead to the rest of the year what do you guys have planned for 2022 um so we'd like to keep releasing singles i don't know every month or two uh thankfully we have all the tools and things we need to do it um and i don't know it's it's so hard to like really make definitive plans because as soon as you think okay we know where we're going things are getting better and then you know, it, I don't know. It's just everything is so unpredictable. But at mm-hmm. least in terms of things that we can control is to make as much music as we can and put it out and try at least to put it, I don't know, promote it on the internet or make make things surrounding it on on the internet. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase that. Um, and hopefully play some shows because uh, we haven't played a show since our album release show in January of 2020. <laughs> how innocent we all were back then. I know. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) 
the fact that we were all so excited new decade new roaring 20s it's gonna happen and never oh. mind yeah very quickly went up in flames <sighs> uh so before i throw it to bethann for our lightning round questions where can people find you and your music and all of your things online um so we are joy weather on spotify and as mentioned we are very easy to find now um <laughs> instagram i think is joy weather music uh i think that's where we spend the most of our internet time although we do have a youtube and and a twitter as well but those are updated less frequently sounds good all right first question out of the gate because i love puns yes what does the perfect weather day look like one you would say brings you happiness uh overcast and cool mm. i i agree with that yeah i just a nice cool breeze yeah, just I, not anything too cold just just a nice crispness right. exactly some crisps um the kind of weather where you go outside with a hot coffee and you're like yeah this is good i like this <laughs> i am down for that um which plant describes you as a person? Veggies and fruits do count. Ooh, which plant? Um, I feel like I'm a succulent, uh, fairly mm. low maintenance, but then maybe paying too much attention and it will die or wither. <laughs> <laughs> you just need some water thrown your way every couple months. Yeah, and like a good amount of sun. I, I do have a tendency to get depressed when it's the days are short and things like that. So just give me a lot of sun and a little attention, just as little as possible. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Which old arcade game was your jam back in the day? Oh, uh, it was the, the Simpsons arcade game, the four player one. Which one was, was it one of those, like, like the, uh, what is it? I can't think of it. There's like another game that does that same style, but yeah, there's in my head. Yeah, there's, I, I don't even know how to describe them. It's just right. You just run around beating people up in uh, <laughs> in 2D, and yeah, they just have them at like bowling alleys and Chuck E. Cheese. Ups. You need a good beat 'em ups once in a while. Like I said, I really got to get up that like pent up frustration as Homer Simpson just beating up these whatever they were. <laughs> get get a Duff beer after it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then our signature question. If you were a cereal, which would you be and why? Hmm. Uh, gosh. I'm thinking too hard about this. Uh, no, well, it's my a first, very important question. It, it's it telltale. Man. I think... Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch, because I'm a square. I don't know. That's not the right answer. <laughs> but but you're cinnamony, so you got some spice yeah. to you. You're a spicy yeah. square. Yeah, I'm OK. I'm, yeah, and it's sugary and sweet, but also <laughs> still a square, but a little spicy. But of the square cereals, it's probably the most exciting square cereal. I agree. I like to think so. I like to think so as like, well. Like checks are just, they're only good for checks mix. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Everyone go listen to the new single. Um, it'll be linked in the show notes. And have a good night. Thank you for listening. 
You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you like this show. Special thanks to Death of Fawn for our intro riff. You can visit our website at shewillrockyou.com. There you'll find links to our social, the show notes, and a place where you can contact us. Other than that, don't do drugs.